From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and you're listening to Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's debate is fluffy, crunchy, and extra delicious. It's peanut butter versus marshmallows. We've got writer and producer Jeff Nussera on mic, championing the power of creamy, dreamy peanut butter. Let's spread the love for peanut butter. (laughs) And writer T-Ho is ready to praise the pillowy perfection of marshmallows. Puff, puff. Pals, marshmallows in the house. (laughs) Which team will win? That salty spread that packs a punch or the plump white puffs we love to roast? This will be a tricky one. We've got Oluwatoyan from Long Island, New York here to help us decide. Oluwatoyan is a slam poet, has a pet plant named Valentine, and likes jalapenos and pineapple on her pizza. Hi, Oluwatoyan. Hi. All right. So, Oluwatoyan. What do you think of these two fabulous foods? What comes to mind when I say peanut butter? Hmm. Peanut butter sandwiches. Mm. Do you put anything else on besides the peanut butter? Hmm. Let's see. No, I just like jelly, but I like mm. grape jelly or raspberry jelly. Delicious. And what about marshmallows? What comes to mind there? Hot chocolate, rice cripsy treats. Eating them out of the bag. (laughs) So we're liking marshmallows. So if peanut butter and marshmallows were superheroes, what do you think their superpowers would be? Let's start with peanut butter. I feel like peanut butter will have like the magic power of getting things flooding. You know how cement moves and just gets things surrounded around your feet and just stuck there because have you ever ate a peanut butter sandwich and it's just like chunky and all in your mouth and very uh yeah i feel like that'll be its power wonderful now what about marshmallows Hmm. i feel like marshmallows will have like a spider-man type beat power you know sticky it could probably (laughs) climb walls with the sticky powers you know i feel like marshmallow will be the type to swing around from marshmallow strings and stick people to walls. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a very useful superpower. So, Alawatoyan, are you ready to get this tasty debate started? Yes. All right, let's review the rules of the game. Round one is the Declaration of Greatness, where our debaters present fact-filled arguments in favor of their side, and they each have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. Then we've got the Micro Round, where each team will present a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. Round three is the Sneak Attack, where our debaters will have to respond to an improv challenge on the spot. And to wrap it all up, we've got the Final Six, where each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. Our judge, Oluwatoyan, will award two points in the first round, one for her favorite rebuttal, the other for the declaration she liked best. She'll award one point in each round after that, but she'll keep her decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. All right, Jeff, T, and Oluwatoyan, are you ready? Yes. Stick a spoon in me. Let's go. (laughs) I'm feeling sweet. I'm feeling psyched. I'm ready to go. Awesome. Then it's time for the Declaration of Greatness. We flipped a coin. And Jeff, you're up first. Tell us why peanut butter is the smash boom best. Warning. The following Declaration of Greatness contains peanuts. 
Please proceed with caution. Did you know the average person eats nearly 3,000 PB&J sandwiches over their lifespan? If you stack them all up, they'd be taller than the Statue of Liberty. Hi, I'm lead researcher Skippy Jefferson, and that's just one of the many discoveries we've made here at the International Peanut Butter Research Institute, where we spread knowledge through thick and thick. Today, I'll be taking you through our state-of-the-art facilities in the hopes that you'll join our team as we uncover the past, present, and future of the tasty treat that is in 75% of American households right now, peanut butter. Joining me in our Peter Pan Presidential Library is our resident historian, Dr. P.B. Baker. Doctor? Skippy! Wow, look at all these classic books. The Catcher in the Rye Bread, Grape Expectations, Oh, my favorite, The Adventures of Huckleberry Jam. This place is huge! How would a new recruit navigate this vast collection? By using our new catalog hunting engine with intelligence, also known as the Chewy Decimal System. Just ask a question, and Chewy does the rest. Give it a try. Okay, Chewy, when did humans first start eating peanut butter? Humans have been eating some form of peanut butter for at least 3,000 years. The earliest known reference to it is from the ancient Aztecs, who roasted peanuts and ground them into a paste, now available in our cafeteria. Mmm, and what a tasty paste it is. Uh, there's no eating in the library. Oh, sorry, doctor. Oh, it's just so good. It's okay, I understand. But peanut butter isn't just delicious, it's healthy, too. Check out this study from the University of Michigan School of Public Health. They researched thousands of foods and how they affect our lifespan. They found that some meals actively make our lives healthier and others, well, not so much. For example, one PB&J sandwich could actually add up to 33 minutes of healthy time to our lives. And it's no surprise peanut butter is packed with protein, which promotes muscle growth and bone strength. Wow, 33 minutes per sandwich? I might live forever. Hey, what does the study say about other foods? Like, mm, I don't know, marshmallows? Well, it says here that sweets could actually take up to 10 to 20 minutes of life away. So I guess it's fair to say that, according to science, marshmallows are just basically soft, fluffy killers. Yeah, more like harsh mellows, am I right? <laughs> Absolutely. Those things are the worst. Unlike peanut butter, which not only keeps us alive, but did you know it can actually be used to cleanse your soul? It can? Yes, your shoe sole, that is. If you step in gum, just rub some peanut butter on the bottom of your shoe, and after a short wait, scrape that gum right off. Wow, so tasty, so versatile, so perfect. And let's not forget, it's also fun to work with. Just ask anyone at the International Peanut Butter Research Institute. Right, Chewy? Correct, Skippy Jefferson. So please consider joining the team at IPBRI. Where, where our, our door, door is, is always ajar. Wow, a very smooth declaration of greatness with some facts that'll really stick with me. So, Alobatoyan, what do you think of this declaration of greatness? What stood out to you here? I 
really loved to hear that the average person eats over like 3,000 peanut butter sandwiches in a lifetime because I do not like peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess I, I'm not one of the average people. I think I've eaten like 10 or like 12 in my lifetime. But it was interesting to hear like that sweets can take over, you know, 10 to 20 minutes of your lifetime away, which is very interesting to hear because maybe that lets me know I should eat less sweets if I want to live a little longer. But it was also really nice to hear that humans have been eating peanut butter for over 3,000 years. I did not know that. It's definitely withstood the test of time. But now, T, it's time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to roast Jeff's argument, and your time starts now. Well, friends, I'm hearing a lot of health concerns about marshmallows versus peanut butter, but most peanut butter that Americans eat has plenty of sugar added to it. In fact, one serving of peanut butter has 75% of the sugar that one marshmallow does. But what's going to make you happier? Using your hand to scoop out oopy-goopy peanut butter and putting it in your mouth or tossing a perfect puffy marshmallow and chewing up that baby? And time. <laughs> I do not condone chewing up babies. <laughs> I shouldn't have called it that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, T, it is your turn. Tell us why marshmallows are the superior snack. Hey, come join me by the fire. I saved a seat just for you. What better place to talk about magnificent marshmallows than sitting around a roasty, toasty campfire? Here, take a marshmallow, take a bite. It's like biting into a sugar pillow, a sweet cloud. It's light, airy, fluffy yet chewy, and just the right amount of squish. And that's all before you even toast it. Peanut butter, on the other hand, Don't try to toast it unless you want a burning sludge monster on your hands. Try to eat a spoonful, and it'll stick to the roof of your mouth. Is that a snack? More like a punishment. (laughs) But marshmallow texture is supreme. Mm. 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 Okay, while we roast these, let me tell you where marshmallows all began. Marshmallows were originally made from the marshmallow plant, a.k.a. Althea officinalis. The plant is native to Europe, northern Africa, and western Asia. Even though you know marshmallows as adorable little puffballs, the marshmallow plant is more than adorable. It's gorgeous. It has a white flower, pink center, and it grows in marshes. Hence, marshmallow. Yep. Much like our beloved Shrek, this icon hails from a swamp. And the swamp sweet was popular with the ancient Egyptians, who boiled the mallow root with honey to make candies fit only for royalty and the gods. The mallow root wasn't just a tasty treat. People also believed it was medicinal. From the ancient Greeks to the European Renaissance, people used the marshmallow plant to treat sore throats, coughs, indigestion, You name it. It was even used for love potions. Maybe that's why I love marshmallows. Art thou suffering from toothacheth? Upset stomacheth? Down on your luckith. 
doth I suggesteth marshmallow. It cures most. Not to mention, it'll totes help with your loveth life. Now, the modern marshmallow started taking shape in 19th century France. Confectioners whipped up the mallow root with egg whites and sugar to make the fluffy treats we're familiar with today. Eventually, the root was replaced with gelatin to make sure the confection stayed fresh longer. And this is when marshmallows really took off. As sugar became more widely accessible around the turn of the century, marshmallow roasts became all the rage in the U.S. They were the summer beach activity. Grab a stick and get roasting. It's a jolly old time. That's the beauty of marshmallows. They're not just a snack or medicine. They're an activity. Whether it's gathering around a campfire with friends, crafting a marshmallow snowman to dunk in hot chocolate, or just chucking them at your siblings, they're endless fun. What can't marshmallows do? Marshmallows are also part of the juggernaut of tasty treats. S'mores! A toasted marshmallow and piece of melty chocolate, all sandwiched between two crunchy graham crackers? Yum. Although we don't know who exactly invented this champion combo, the Girl Scouts of America were the first ones to publish a recipe in their 1927 handbook. The name is thought to come from the phrase, Give me some more! Some more! S'more! Speaking of, I think our marshmallows are done. Wow! Look at that! Perfectly golden brown. I'm gonna eat mine fresh off the stick. Mmm. 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 Ooh. Ooey gooey caramelized perfection. So, if you're looking for a supremely dreamy interactive treat that's been enjoyed for centuries, look no further than the marshmallow. Marshmallows. They just took a DNA test and turns out they're 100% that squish. <laughs> 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 a sweet and very lovely declaration of greatness from marshmallows there. Alowatoyan, what stood out to you about T's argument? Hmm, what most definitely stood out to me is that marshmallows were originally made from plants. I did not know that. And they grew in marshes, in swamps. That was really cool. And it was amazing to learn that those plants were used in different ways, even in medicine. That was interesting, and it's good to know where s'mores actually came from. So it was interesting. Just to mention, you know, peanut butter cannot be put in s'mores. It's not necessarily toastable. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we are learning a lot today. But now, Jeff, it's time for your rebuttal. Turn T's argument into goo. You have 30 seconds, and your time starts now. Who wants to eat food off of a stick? Not me. <laughs> <clears throat> for peanut butter, we use spoons, and I'm down for that. You know, in theory, you could eat peanut butter every day for every meal, and it will keep you alive. But if you eat swampy marshmallows every day, your teeth will probably <laughs> fall out, and then what will you eat? Oh, I know. Peanut butter. And soup, probably. <clears throat> One time, I had a dream that I ate a giant marshmallow, and when I woke up, my pillow was gone, and it was very traumatic. <laughs> Plus, have you? <laughs> I really want to know more. Sounds like you wanted to eat a marshmallow. Sounds like marshmallows are a dream, Jeff. 
Hmm, sounds like a nightmare to me. <laughs> All right, Aloha Toyan, it is time to award some points here. You can give one point to the declaration of greatness that you liked best and one point to your favorite rebuttal. So you get to decide what makes a winning argument. Did one side woo you with their funny facts, tickle you with historical tales, made you a little bit hungry? Again, the criteria is totally up to you. Have you made your decision? Yes, I made my decision. Excellent. T and Jeff, how are you feeling so far? I'm excited. I'm looking forward to seeing sand which way this debate will go. (laughs) I'm fired up. I'm ready for s'more. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then we are going to take a very quick break, take a bite of a scrumptious s'more, or dig into a peanut butter sandwich. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. You're watching State of Debate, home to raging rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. Hey, 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 debate heads. It's me, your old pal, Todd Douglas here with my oldest ever best pal for life, Taylor Lincoln. Ah, Todd, you're my OEBPFL too. Are you wearing your oldest ever best pal for life bracelet today? Of course. Me too. Taylor and I love to wear matching bracelets almost as much as we love talking logical fallacies. OMG, OEBFL, do we ever. Gotta be on the lookout for those LFs. They're misleading and make your arguments weak. Today's LF, aka logical fallacy, is special pleading. We spotted this one at the Gupta family dinner table. Oh, Dad, I gotta show you this video Andy sent me. This guy chugs a bunch of fizzy water, and it causes the most massive burp of all time. And it freaks him out, and then... Shani, no phones at the dinner table. Mom, come on. This video is so funny. Trust me, you guys will love it. Just yeah, watch yeah, whatever. It. We can watch it after dinner. Family dinner is a time when we can chat and eat and look into one another's eyes without a phone blocking the view. <sighs> okay, fine. So, Ashani, what happened at school today? How did that... Oh, sorry. Let me just check this real quick. Mom, no phones at the dinner table. Remember? Oh, but it's your Aunt Dee Dee. I need to answer it. This'll just take one second. Um, I know I said no phones at the dinner table, but this is important. Oh, oh really? What does she want to know then? Uh, well... <laughs> She wanted to know the recipe for those brownies I made last week. Oh, not cool, Mom. Oh, boy. Ishani took the words right out of my mouth. Not cool, Mom. Not cool. OMG, OEBPFL. Do we ever. My OEBPFL knows what's up. You KWU too, Todd. And that's it for today's State of Debate. Smash Boom Best. You're listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Oluwatoyan. We love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Here's an epic idea we got from Alexander in Mokina, Illinois. My debate idea is chicken nuggets versus cheeseburgers. We'll check back with Alexander at the end of this episode to see which side he thinks should win. And now it's back to today's debate. Peanut butter versus marshmallows. That's right. And it's time for round two, the... Micro round. 
Today's micro-round challenge is called Sonnet Slam. We asked T and Jeff to write a sonnet showcasing their side's best qualities, like William Shakespeare would have written. Jeff went first last time, so T, you're up. Let's hear your airy ode to the marshmallow. I shiver neath the stars, camping alone, without so much a friend to lean upon. But then a bag of marshmallows my own appear, and with them all my sadness gone. A marshmallow's the perfect brand new pal. So soft and bouncy, fun to eat or throw. They're round and cute and puffy like a cloud. With toothpicks, you can build a man of snow. Perfection as they are or in a s'more. Just look at how they toast upon warm fire. I don't know why you'd want anything more. They'll cheer up anybody, even criers. (laughs) I was alone, but with these puffs, I'm whole. For every bite warms up my heart and soul. Oh, that was very lovely. All right, Jeff, it's your turn. Let's hear your perfect verse for peanut butter. Oh, peanut butter, how I do munch thee. With jelly or in chocolatey cup, it can be smooth and silky or crunchy. A thousand and one ways to eat you up, with or without a crust on my white bread. Perfect for dinner, breakfast, lunch, or snack. This peanutty goop is my favorite spread. If you don't eat it, I will give you flack. Let's run it through a blender with some fruit. Bananas, apples, and or berries, yum. This treat is worthy of a big salute. It's so delish, I will eat every crumb. I know today you'll hear a bunch of stuff, but keep in mind, marshmallows are just fluff. Wow. These sonnets are really elevating these two delicious foods today. Aloha Toyin, what did you like about T and Jeff's micro rounds here? Oh my God, I love them both. I'm a poet, so you know, I feel like it's good for me to judge other people's poems. And I love them both. You know, they didn't necessarily, both of them didn't necessarily rhymed, but they rhymed, if you get what I mean, Mm -hmm. and they flowed. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, you know, little Jack and Jill nursery Mm. rhyme. And I like that. I like both of them. Hmm. Hmm. This is going to be hard. As a poet, what do you think makes a good poem? Hmm. A good poem. I feel like the most important thing in a poem is the first line. The first line, it has like perfectly grab the reader's attention. The same way you write an essay, if your first line is trash, they're just just not going to read it. So if your first line in a poem is good, they're going to want to continue to read it. I always make sure my first line is the best line in the poem. First impressions are important. Have you written a sonnet? No, I write slam poetry. I'm a slam poet. Could you say what slam poetry is for people who might not know? Okay, slam poetry is more performative poetry. So you, like, get to compete. I'm actually on the New York City slam team for poetry, which is really cool. So you get to, like, compete for poetry. And it's more poetry that you say out loud. You know, so you could think Mm -hmm. of—I like to think of Martin Luther King as a poet. Some Mm. people might not agree with that. Some people don't, but, you know— Type of like that, like saying your poetry out loud, like Amanda Gorman. She is, in a way, a slam poet. Yeah, because poetry doesn't have to rhyme necessarily. It just has to have like pleasing rhythm and interesting sounds and a strong message. Exactly. I love it. Well, as a poet, I'm very interested to know who your point will go to, but don't tell us. 
it's time to award a point. The criteria is up to you. Have you made your decision? I think Jeff and T should both feel really good that you're having a hard time deciding. (laughs) (laughs) You should, you should. Okay, yes. Fantastic. And it's time for our third round, the super stealthy (laughs) sneak attack. Your challenge is initial thoughts. We are getting very poetic in this debate, and we want you to write an acrostic poem for your side. That's a poem where the initial letter of each line spells out a word or phrase. For example, if you were team map, you might write this acrostic, M, move, A, around, P, purposefully. Or maybe those letters would stand for a phrase. It's up to you. So peanut butter and marshmallows are both 12 letters. So it's a very even matchup. T and Jeff, does this make sense? Yes. It does. Wonderful. Okay. So T went first last time. So Jeff, you are up first. Let's hear your acrostic poem for peanut butter. Peanut butter, eating a nut unearthed. Tasty, but... But, unusually, the thick, eatable raspberry jelly is delicious. (laughs) Peanut (laughs) butterged. I love it. All right, T, your turn. Let's hear your acrostic for marshmallows. M is for merriment. A is for amazing activities. R is for roasty. S is for sweet. H is for happiness in a single bite. M is for mm-mm good. A is for always bounces back. L is for love. L is for light. O is for objectively delicious. W is for wonderful. And S is for sublime. Delightful. Delightful. (laughs) All right. Aloha Toyin, we need your fabulous poetry skills yet again to award this fourth point. Criteria up to you. Did one flow? Did one take you somewhere, transport you to a land of peanut butter or marshmallows? Have you made your decision? Yes. (gasps) Excellent. Then it's time for our final round. The final six. T, you've got just six words to win a Lowotayan over. Sum up. My marshmallows are the smash boom best. Marshmallow clouds dream of a future. Ooh, very nice. Jeff, it's your turn. Give us six words that prove peanut butter deserves the crown. Marshmallows got peanutin' (laughs) on peanut butter. This debate has been delicious. I want s'more, but we're all out of time. Oluwatoyan, are you ready to make your final decision? Not yet. I'm feeling a lot of pressure right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Hmm. Go with your gut. I know what my gut's craving. (laughs) (laughs) Have you awarded your final point? Yes. Wonderful. All right, so then tally up the points that have been rewarded. Drum roll, please. Today's winner is peanut butter. Hooray! No. <laughs> Let's all eat PB and Yay sandwiches. 
<laughs> oh, mash. So, Aloatoyan, was there a moment that really decided it for you? Okay. So you guys were tied at the end, you know. But then I feel like his his six words made me laugh, you know. <laughs> I, I thought the pun was funny, and I'm a very competitive person. So he mm. went like, he more attacked Marshmallow <laughs> than talked about himself-ish, which I think I liked. You liked it that? Was, it was hard, though, because I did like marshmallows. I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, it's not, if it was tied up to the very end, that was a close, close Close debate. Yes. Yes, it was. Though Team Marshmallow lost, marshmallows always bounce back. Oh, yes, they do. Okay. Yes, 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 they they do. do. (laughs) I really thought you were going to win because you made marshmallows sound so delicious. Thank you, Jeff. Look, I came in ready to... Talk about how much peanut butter looked like poop. But But your arguments have really stuck with me, just like peanut butter. Oh. Let's join forces and have a fluff another sandwich, shall we? Yes, that sounds great. Ah, I'm I'm there. I'm for it. Are we doing crunchy peanut butter or smooth peanut butter? Smooth, smooth, crunchy. Yeah. I'm team mm. crunchy. Oh no! no. Another debate. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. That's it for today's debate battle. Aloha Toyin crowned peanut butter to smash boom best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org to vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie Dupont, Ruby Guthrie, and Sandin Totten. We had engineering help from Jess Berg, Violet Furton, and Maya Sazdik. And we had production help from Anna Goldfield, Mark Sanchez, and Anna Wegel. Our executive producer is Beth Perlman, and the APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavadi, Alex Shafford, and Joanne Griffith. We'd like to give a special thanks to our announcer, Marley Foyer Worker Auto, Taylor Kaufman, and Austin Cross. Jeff, is there anyone you would like to thank today? I'd like to thank my sister Donna and my close personal friend, Adriana Yugovich. Wonderful. And T, how about you? Any special shout-outs? I'd like to thank my pup, Remy, and my partner, Patrick, Jet Puffed, and the Girl Scouts. Wonderful. And Aloha Toyin, do you want to give any special thanks today? Um, thank you to Urban Word for giving me this opportunity and to my parents. Oh, awesome. Well, before we go, let's check in with Alexander about his cheeseburger versus chicken nuggets debate. I think cheeseburgers would win because you can have all the food groups in it and, and the sauce is already in it. You don't have to dip. They are also my favorite food. Do you have an idea for a knockdown dragout debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Sayonara.